Art on the Podcast is brought to you in collaboration with Go With Yamo. Go With Yamo is an art exhibition app which helps you to find the exhibitions, art fairs and art events happening all around you. The app displays exhibitions based on your location. So the one closest to you will be at the top of the list. But if you're planning a trip, you can, of course, change your location to a different city. What makes the app really fun is that when you are at an exhibition, you can check in and earn points, which can then be used to redeem prizes from the in-app store, such as prints, exhibition tickets, books and more. Go with Yamo also create custom virtual exhibitions for galleries and artists. They recently created the virtual space for the Art on a Postcard Winter Auction, which is definitely worth checking out if you haven't done so already. You can find all of these on their website, along with some great blog content, including artist interviews, exhibition recommendations, quizzes and reviews. The art app is free to download from the App Store and the Google Play Store, so make sure you check it out and visit their website, www.gowithyamo.com. Hello and welcome to Art on a Podcast, the podcast created by Art on a Postcard. Today we have a special episode, as in it's both a one-off special and that it is super special because today I chatted with two important people from Jealous Gallery. Um, I chatted with Dario Ilari, Director General, and Louise Fitzjohn, who is the gallery's director. We caught up about how they've managed to keep a visual arts company alive during this extremely tough year, um, what the gallery are looking for in terms of new artists to work with, and the process of their job as curator for our upcoming Hepsi Trust 20-year anniversary auction. This auction is part of a number of 20th anniversary celebrations, and the first of our curated auctions. We are inviting guest curators to create a series of mini auctions in between our main auctions. So Dario and Louise have called this auction Spring Has Sprung and have invited some of Jealous's stalwarts to donate their work. Hello, how are you? Hi. Nice to see you both. How are you both doing? Nice to see you too. Yeah, good, thanks. How are you? Great. Well, it's lovely to see you both. Um, and thanks so much for um, agreeing to come on the podcast. Um, just, you know, out of curiosity, this year has been such a bizarre one. How has it been for Jealous? What kind of things have come up and um, what measures have you put in place to sort of keep keep going strong? Louise, shall I go? You go. <laughs> right, um, you jump in. Well, I haven't seen um, what have we done? I suppose when we had that real first, you know, you know, lockdown in, you know, last March, kind of a year ago now, I think that was the, you know, that's when the lockdown was really, really strict. Let's say everyone adhered to it and everything really shut down. And I think, you know, we kind of, everything stopped for us for about three weeks. And then, you know, I suppose we were worried about what's going to happen. But then, you know, with Louise and Jack, who I started um, jealous with, um, we kind of thought, you know what, let's get kind of, you know, back, back in there and, you know, have a presence. And so 
you know, with Louise, you know, said, look, let's just do kind of, let's really kind of do these specials every week, just do some, you know, release some prints. Um, a lot of the artists were just then really kind of working directly, um, you know, through Instagram, through the artist pledge, through lots of things. And so, you know, the studio was busy. We're still catching up with jobs and people were still wanting the work. So the studio, I suppose it really was skeleton staff at the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we've, we've done the, the, the right things in a way. We've made the right decisions. You know, we kind of all talked it through with Jack and Louise and, you know, the rest of the gang. And I think we've, we've kind of coped with it well. And we've made the right decisions. And it's been, you know, I don't, I don't want to say it's been good, but it's been, it's, it's been better than we thought it would have been. I suppose. Louise, what do you reckon? Yeah, I agree. Like the first lockdown, we we um, we closed all the galleries and uh, the print studio, and everything. You know, everything just kind of stopped. And then we realised that actually there was quite a lot of people that were buying online, and we needed to really just focus on that. And so um, that's what we did. And then since then, I mean, thankfully we've been able to operate like click and collect. Mm-hmm. So that's been really good. So that means that. Um, both the galleries are staffed and we can deal with uh, phone calls and emails and uh, people popping into well not popping in but coming to the doorstep and collecting stuff and um, you know that's been that I think that's been really good and at least it kind of gets us all out of the house and into the galleries and, um, and yeah and just keeping things going like the print studio like Daria said have just been so busy they kind of you know, since they were re- able to reopen, they just haven't stopped. Mm-hmm. So that's a good sign. You know, people are still buying and they're still wanting prints to be made. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so you know, we have been really lucky in that sense. And thankfully, we already had our online um, presence kind of already established. We've got quite a good following on social media. And then we also have a website where people can buy directly. So thank goodness we had that all set up. Um, so that really served us quite well. Definitely. I suppose because Jealous is so multifaceted, you have loads of different kind of arms and um, mm. it, it must help just sort of kind of diversify the work and mean that you can be so adaptable in this kind of time. That's that's really cool. Um, yeah. And obviously one of the major things that you guys have is a gallery. Um, and with galleries being closed for so long now, there's obviously a huge craving to go and see art and walk around the gallery and just be in the space and stand in front of a piece of art. And I know as soon as you know your gallery opens its doors, I bet you're gonna have queues going up the street. If Maybe. you were to cre- curate, this is just a kind of um, fanciful question, but if you were just, if you were to create, curate, your dream exhibition, what, where, and who would take part? Um, Louise, I'll ask you first this time. Well, do you know what? Like, we kind of, that's what we do anyway. We curate, like, our dream exhibitions in the gallery. You know, that's that's how we, that's how we operate. So I think, you know, we've got some amazing shows coming up. I absolutely love the work of Stanley Donwood, and we have a solo show coming up with him in May, which is just going to be incredible um, we've got a lot of new print editions scheduled for that so um so that's one that i'm really really looking forward to um yeah we've got we've got like quite a great lineup actually for the rest of this year like hopefully touch wood everything goes ahead then we have got a really really strong exhibition schedule so you know i love i love the shoreditch gallery and i love like um hanging in that space but i also love artists that kind of come in and just take control of the space and change it because we work with it every single day, you know? So like you get used to seeing it in a certain way and then 
when an artist comes in just totally takes control of that space and changes it and does something that you're that really surprises you and makes you see the space in a whole different way and makes people coming in interact with it in a different way that's that's what I really love and so um so yeah so I, I think that we've got a great schedule coming up yeah, definitely. I'm really looking forward to Stanley Donwood as well. We're so lucky to have him um, in this, you know, auction that we're doing together as well. Yeah. Um, what about you, Dario? Uh, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. I do think with the artists that we're working with, I mean, the one that I'm kind of looking forward to, and it is a low-key show, is that um, we're going to open up just as we can open up in, in mid, mid-April. We're doing a show with just all the, all the people that work in the studio. We do these staff shows. And we kind of decided to kind of to do a kind of a spring, a spring themed one, mm -hmm. kind of flowers. And um, so that's exciting also because, I mean, apart from, apart from, yes, we're kind of safe that we're not worried about people having, you know, not having the work. But it's also the one thing is that it's, it's not even the morale, it's, it's the fact it's tiring for people. So I think this is a nice way for us to open. So it's everyone, in, you know, and giving the, the space to all of us here. And that goes to, you know, everybody, everyone working in the gallery, everyone working in the framing, everyone working, you know, the back end in the studio. So we all get to make additions and show work. And actually, um, there was, we were just speaking right now with um, uh, Nick, who works up in the studio. And he said, uh, Tom, who works there, and he said, oh, do you know what? He's making a really lovely print because we've been wanting to, to, to give it a name. And you guys have the spring has sprung. That's for the auction, which you have, which is, which is you know, we're kind of thinking God, that, we can't use that name now. So, so, so Tom, actually, it was Louise that reminded me. I said, we can call it spring has sprung. She said, but we've already... <laughs> we're already using that name for the auction. I went, oh, right, yeah. So <laughs> he's done making a print and he's calling it Floral Pleasure. And so that's what we're going to go with, you know, slightly tongue-in-cheek, fun, and just, yeah, I think it's going to be good for all of us to kind of do a show, to celebrate us coming back, yeah. coming back and having a show, and it's, it's the right thing for all of us, I think, because it will kind of, yeah, so we kind of, not that we haven't, we've been seeing each other quite a lot because we're all in that same kind of work bubble. But I do think that's the one that I'm looking forward to. So we're going to make work and, and do something. So it'll be about us in a way to coming back. And I think that's the right thing rather than to choose an artist. But yeah, Louise is right. We've got kind of lovely shows coming up. So yeah, yeah. yeah. that makes total sense. I guess, you know, this time has sort of been defined by um, for the general population and for, for most of us as a kind of time of isolation and stuff. So I guess, coming out in full force as a kind of collective it's yeah. it, it, it's a really sort of um lovely sign that times are changing and you know it has a good hopeful positive feel to it that's really great um and you know the artists that you include just even going through your website there does seem to be something unifying about them but i can't put my finger on it because i'm not smart enough um i was wanting to ask you both um Obviously, you do the curation um, and kind of manage who works with the gallery. Is there any existing criteria for what you're looking for from artists? Maybe a kind of aesthetic choice or something like a professional criteria. How do you sort of, you know, choose the artists that you work with? Please, you, me, both. <laughs> both, obviously. <laughs> you go first. So, um, what, what do I think? I think... What do I think? I don't think we so consciously have an aesthetic that we kind of make artists or, or, or choose artists that fall into that. 
but I think it kind of happens more naturally. I mean, I suppose the way we are also, it's we get on with the artists that, you know, we're invested in the artists because we make the additions with them. We show them in our space. We're not a gallery as such that 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 gets work, work brought in. So you're not so invested. You know, we're making the work. So, you know, we have the relationship with the artist. So, I mean, dare I say, you have to like them and get on, you know, and the work, you know, is an extension of that. So so that, that the, the aesthetic is more it's more driven by the people we want to work with. We love the work, but we also want to work with those people. Mm. The relationship is they spend time in the studio, they spend time in the gallery. So it's a close relationship that you build up after time. And so, yeah, we want to work with people that we like, that are serious, that make valid work, and, you know, you enjoy hanging out with. I mean, I know it's kind of almost naive thing to say, but it is that. And I do think, you know, of course we have to sell, but I think those selling comes from that. If you put selling right at the very front of it, then if it doesn't, you're not left with anything else. Mm. So we need to sell, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. nice. Louise, do you have a, any I, um, I think that we're, we're really passionate about art and we spend a lot of our time looking at art. And so um, when we see a new artist, um, whether an artist gets in touch with us or we kind of actively go out looking, we're always looking for something there's something new, which I mean, you know, is kind of a bit of a vague thing to say, but, um, but you know, we're looking for something or we're looking for an approach that we haven't seen before, um, something that kind of surprises us and that also, you know, has a good sense of humour about it. I think our, our sense of humour kind of really rings true and whether that's just, you know, like we work with some very, very serious artists, but you know, that don't take themselves too seriously and that are open to experimentation and uh, like kind of pushing the boundaries of screen print as well. And so whether that's like us kind of, you know, working with them to, to kind of create something new and exciting, whether they're already doing it themselves. So I think that that's something, you know, something that we're really passionate about is just encouraging and supporting kind of really interesting artists, artists that are doing something that we haven't come across before or that just kind of falls in line with our, don't know our ethos and you know our kind of collaborative spirit mm, yeah oh wicked that's so nice um and just really cool just to hear I guess just how much you guys are so, so invested in um the personal side of of, of mm. your relationships with artists as well um it's it's nice to hear some you know you guys speak in terms that aren't necessarily strictly commercial because you know that that becomes quite tiring after a while to hear galleries talking that way so that's really really cool mm -hmm. um and we're obviously really really excited um that you're now curating our celebratory 20 year anniversary auction which is incredible um and obviously you know it's 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 meaningful to us because we have worked with you guys and loads of your artists before in the past as well. So it makes sense. Um, could you talk us through a bit about your choices for the exhibition, your kind of process in curating it? Um, so I think that we, uh, we wanted to keep it quite small and limited um, because uh, I just thought that it would be kind of quite an interesting, interesting way to go about it rather than kind of throwing all of our artists at it. Um, and also, I think that we kind of went through and we, we, we came up with the theme first, which is um, Spring Has Sprung. 
as Daria mm-hmm. mentioned earlier. And um, yeah, I think that we thought like, you know, who would work well with this? Who would be able to produce some like, quite like positive artworks, you know, that we've had like a year of quite doom and gloom and we wanted to really bring um, just a bit of, a bit of joy <laughs> to the auction. And it's a really important anniversary. So we thought, you know, we'll invite some joyful artists, some artists that we have worked with for a really long time that we love working with um, and that will, you know, that will be like be able to donate some really interesting artworks. So there's quite a mixed bag. Um, you know, we've got like David Schillinglaw, um, we've got Magda Racha, Dave Monaguidi, Danny Donwood. Um, you know, and they're all quite different. And so we thought it would be just be a really varied, interesting auction. I hope. <laughs> I'm sure it will be because <laughs> they're all amazing. There's about I think 19 artists. Mm-hmm in total yeah. yeah i think also as well but we also kind of did i mean also being aware that it is it is for a charity and yeah. so i suppose you know part of it also was not to bring the names but, but to bring people that we know could also help in raising money yeah and that's also that you know you have to keep an eye on that and that's what you know that's you know stan donald or the myers brothers or major archer or joe weber or you know all these people that they do have a following themselves it, i also it was the place to kind of try out artists as well perhaps because you know it's a good cause and you want to kind of raise money for it yeah yeah definitely well thank you very much for all of your um kind of um your efforts to just continue to help us raise funds for the charity um it's really really great and we're really grateful um and just finally, with the world opening up again, I know that we've touched on a few exhibitions coming up, but what does this, you know, forecasting a year ahead, hopefully people will be vaccinated and galleries will open again. Um, kind of what does Jealous have planned this year? Um, what do we have planned? I mean, what we actually, I mean, I suppose the biggest change, as Louise said, is that the galleries had to shut. But the other thing that had to shut was also the art fairs, mm-hmm. the art fairs. And, and so... We're, apart from the shows, we're kind of tentatively kind of, you know, get, you know, trying out a few art fairs for, you know, for the autumn. You know, there was some slightly earlier on, which we kind of thought with Louis, we spoke and we thought, do you know what, let's just kind of just go into the autumn and, and do that. Because it's also that, I don't know, false economy, I was going to say, but I'm not sure if that's the right way of saying it, that people, you know, some people are saying, oh, I don't want to, I don't, there's no need for art fairs now, you know, because we're doing well online. And I mean, from from a money point of view, they're expensive, okay, but you meet new collectors and, you know, and, you know, and I do think with the art fairs and, and the shows, you need them because what, what I've found or what I've kind of seen is that online that people are deferring to the, to the artists they perhaps know more. And, you know, but whereas when you have an art fair, that's when you have the chance to kind of, as Louis said, when we're breaking an artist, when we're working with new artists, you know, some people say, you know, we're not hard sell, but they say, oh, you know, oh, this new artist. OK, right. She's from from she's an MA from Goldsmith. She's kind of having a residency there. You know, she's in, in this group show. She's been collected by these. But, you know, and so we're just giving them the, the, the remits of their practice. Mm-hmm. And so then then people say, OK. And, uh, you know, because we they know we only work with artists that we like, as we were saying, or bring something new. So people will kind of say, OK, you know what? You know, I, I really like it. And perhaps they buy it. Now, without the fairs and without the shows, that's what you kind of, there's some of the artists that have kind of got lost, especially some of the kind of the recent graduates 
where perhaps they, you know, they don't have that that established, you know, uh, social media, uh, you know, footprint yet. So I think that the, the fairs are good for that. And people, you know what people want to meet is where you kind of, you know, it's where we hang out. You see the collectors that, you know, you meet the other galleries and say hello to them. You meet the collectors and, and it's that they're joyful events. Mm-hmm. I do. That's what I'm excited about as well. The shows, yes, but also the, the, the art fairs and just to kind of, you know, having the life back Mm. yeah definitely I suppose like you know if you if you put up a post on social media and you get 100 new followers and that gets 400 likes it's it's a touch of a thrill but it's nowhere near as thrilling as you know leaving leaving a room of people and meeting just 20 new people is you know a really exciting feeling so yeah definitely that's really exciting um well thank you both so much for giving some time up today to um chat with me um and uh you know uh raise some awareness over our auction that we have coming up very very excited and thanks so much thank you thanks for having us (laughs) take care bye so much Bye. Thank you for listening to Art on a Podcast, the podcast created by Art on a Postcard. To find out more about anything discussed in today's episode, you can go to artonapostcard.com, where you can also find um, the products that we have released on our website. Um, We have prints, and also most recently we have a box set, our International Women's Day auction postcard box set, which features some of the incredible all-women artists that we included in our International Women's Day auction. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. You can check out Jealous at jealousgallery.com and keep up to date with us on our Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Art on a Postcard. Goodbye.